Hi, welcome to Content Kettle. This podcast is all about marketing, where we'll be speaking with CEOs and founders of brands across the globe and marketers who rolled up their sleeves to get their businesses out there and turn them into a success. With each having taken a different path to grow their business, they have what we call actual actionables on marketing and they're spilling the tea with us, or maybe even having one. I'm Manishika, the founder of Contensify, a content marketing agency that works with startups to help them establish their presence online. I'll be hosting this podcast with my team to bring you only real marketing tips from those who've done it all. Feel free to reach out to us at any given time if you have more questions or would like to learn more about a specific tactic. Hope you enjoy the podcast. Hey, Shrapi, welcome to Content Kettle. I am really excited to have you join us today. Hey, Vanishika, thanks for having me here. I feel happy to be a part of your show today. Shrapi is the founder and CEO of Moonstruck, a designer women's apparel brand that is known for its unique Western wear designs. For those who haven't come across your collections yet, would you like to tell us your brand? I'm just curious to know. So Moonstruck is basically not a brand or company for me. It's like my baby, you know, something that I've raised on my own. I've worked hard enough for it to be standing here where I am right now. So yet still, I wouldn't say that I am much more like I'm successful enough. Yeah, but I'm still on the, I'm on the stage of, you know, towards that path. So basically my brand is all about, so firstly, I'll tell you what Moonstruck means. Moonstruck is basically an unusual direction towards an unusual love or affectionate or a person or anything that you are, affectionate towards but very in an unusual way so that's I that's how I relate my brand to the um, general world like to the people that I would like to show my designs to the people how the the moonstruck itself is defined so yeah that's what my clothes are about they are more they are major I am majorly into western wear products so Western wear garments. So how I relate my designs to the uh, to the to the word itself is I create uh, designs that are uh, basically not only designed for a single particular criteria of women. It's basically for all kinds of women who are say different sizes or different color or any religion. It's it's regard well it's regardless. It's basically for all women who are who wants to feel beautiful. Who wants to who who are beautiful inside and they want to show their beauty outside. So that's how I you know try to communicate with my clients and that's how what and that's what Moonstruck is all about. That's actually very interesting. I was about to ask you the meaning of Moonstruck, but then uh, that's a very good explanation yeah. too. So what is it that made you start Moonstruck? I mean, where did the idea really come from? When I was in my college, I used to see a lot of girls, you know, uh, wanting to wear all sorts of uh, designer clothes. And they were all about how how can they look uh, how themselves in the mirror and, you know, uh, imagine themselves as, you know, somebody wearing Gucci, somebody wearing Prada or XY designer brands. So basically, my idea was to create such designs that looked very designer and they looked very much of um, trendy, but yet they, they they give a reflection of street fashion. So, uh, and, and wearable, of course. 
so that's how i came up with the idea and you know i started my brand i i was also a content writer earlier i have done my content writing with the uh, various brands and also i was also a say graphic designer at a brand in chennai so i have um, learned so like the the brands that i worked with earlier they gave me a learning of you know how to start a brand how to uh, implement all the mistakes how to learn from them and you know that's how i feel that you know i i could just start a brand that uh, start a brand that is you know you know di- directly related to uh, women who are trendy fashionable yet they want to look very um, elegant and you know very much of um, trendy so that's how i started my brand Very interesting. So, what's your long-term vision and mission with Moonstruck? As in, where do you see it going? So, my vision towards my brand name is to take my brand to a level where uh, people um, see me as see me as a uh, brand which is uh, very famous. Um, not not just a brand, you know, like a normal brand. I want them to see me as a designer wear brand, yet affordable and uh, people consumer centric. that's that's nice take i uh, because brands that are moving towards a more consumer centric approach uh, are definitely you know lesser at the moment and of course in the long run i think it's all about the consumers which actually brings me to the next question designers clothing right it's something that we're all very specific about especially when the focus is only on women i mean we're very careful about what we are wearing and typically one size fits all kind of an approach does not hold true for instance my style statements from my mom's are very very different right so how do you keep such a wide range of uh, you know interests or fashion inclination in mind when we are designing your products yeah that's a very good question that you asked and i think that it's very apt for a brand to be knowing about all these pros and cons towards the consumer that they are catering nowadays so all the women out there say of say a girl the uh, of 15 year age she start, she's just a teen and she wants to start looking trendy very fashionable and they, they and you know nowadays the girls are very much designer um, focused that you know i want to wear zara or i only want to wear forever forever new or say i only want to wear gucci regardless any brand you know like the brands which are trending as of now i feel that you know everyone is very much into fashion now even say even say a 15 year old teen or a 40 year old lady everyone and so nowadays so the world has become so women empowered that you know these women are just out there showing the showing their talents and bringing out such good uh, talents uh, in, from from themselves that you know people are people around them are you know awestruck by them so that's how i feel that you know creating such designs that are that are basically for women who are 15 year old and uh, girls who are 15 year old and women who are 40 year old also so the age factor is nearly a matter of this uh, whole design part of a situation but yeah i see that you know nowadays that um, the designs that i am making are mainly not um, too much of exposing themselves or something like that but yet they are they have nice cuts they have nice patterns they have nice drapes that i try to implement in my brand 
that I also uh, see nowadays the trends are also changing very fast. So according to the trend also, uh, I see all the designs and I make them. The colors also matter. So uh, it doesn't it doesn't matter that you know the designs uh, the colors are only for a specific complexion lady or a shaped figure. It, my colors are for all women who are you know out there showing their talents and you know just shining bright uh, in the world so yeah that's how i try to you know maintain the consumer needs so is it safe to say that most of your designs are focused on maybe empowering women in different phases of their lives at different stages in their maybe personal and professional lives yes yes definitely i would actually give you a little bit of reflection of what my new collection is going to be mm-hmm. so basically i've uh, come up with an idea of you know different bold prints that i'll be showing in my new collection that are going to reflect the women that are you know very much empowered by the trend they are very much empowered and talents that they have they are matlab um, you know matlab i basically i feel that you know the prints that i am going to so, so basically i've never worked on prints before mm-hmm. i'll be working on them now yeah so i'm just trying to break the stereotype of a partic- of a women how they should look and women that you know now they want to see themselves into so yeah Makes sense that's, that's about a, that's a small reflection about how my collection is going to be the next collection that i'm going to launch i'm definitely going to be looking forward to it considering i am actually very interested in prints uh especially if they're like you know very uniquely styled so i'll make sure i keep a tab tapi there are so many brands in the fashion and apparel industry that are out there how does your brand stand out in all of that noise well our brand is not only focuses on the design every piece every new design has a lot of thought process on how the pieces will look a uh, designer yet wearable piece for every woman women who are women who are fat who are thin who are dark who are fair all kinds of women so every piece uh well fitted the like how well fitted uh, it will be how will we be placing the cutouts to make it look sexy what colors we are using will it be best for the certain design in the aspect around it even uh, every look every design has its own story so our cutouts and every uh, our cutouts and our vision of dressing up every woman be it young old fat thin fair or dark any one that makes them look sexy hot beautiful elegant and anything there there this this is where we stand out and you know what are the strategies that you typically use to convey this message to your end audience or your end consumer i would say so basically we focus we focus on all kinds of customers keeping the masses in our mind uh, be it middle class or upper class or elite class doesn't matter so that's how we you know diversify our diversify our customers and the ads that we run or whatsoever mm-hmm. so we also review every client's uh, needs in every next collection that we come up with so if say we are um, in say the, the recent collection that is going on we are getting reviews of certain uh, number of designs that you know you should launch some new colors in it or you should uh, you should launch some new uh, patterns in the same style so that's how we uh, strategize our next collection and we move forward 
interesting. So would you say that customer feedback and customer reviews are a big part of your journey as well? Yes, yes, definitely. They are because customers is what we are today. Mm-hmm. No, totally makes sense. And considering how rapidly the trends change, getting like direct one-on-one feedback, I think holds way more value than trying to track trends online. Yes, yes, definitely. So that brings me, your approach brings me to a question which probably a lot of people kind of, you know, skip thinking about. Mm-hmm. There's so many brands out there, but then most of them fail, let's say, within six to seven months of starting. What is like one of the biggest mistakes that you think these brands are making? Because it's very easy to go online today with, you know, platforms, e-commerce platforms that are making it so easy to set up an online store. But then, you know, they don't last all that long. I mean, I see a brand today and three months down the line, I'm not able to see it anymore. So what do you think? Where do you think they're going wrong? Um, well, being customer centric is very important, I guess. So this, this should be kept in mind while you start your online business and just not the designs, design that matters, you know, the thing that matters most is that you keep on pitching the clients and see their feedbacks. It's very important to keep a track of each and every client that you make throughout the journey. And I think, yeah. Customer and being customer centric is very important, and keeping a track and uh, getting reviews and feedbacks from them is very important. That's where I think most of your brands might go wrong. I think you're right. I've had, I've personally had like three experiences Hello? wherein, okay, I was just mentioning that, you know, how I've had personal experiences with a couple of brands that looked really good on the onset of things, but then when it came to getting feedback or being able to tell them that, hey, you know, the experience wasn't all that grand, they tend to skip that. They tend to not ask those kind of questions at all from their consumers. And these are brands big and small, you know. So definitely, I think customer experience is something that most are going wrong with. I would like to add one thing, uh, one Ishka. So the thing is that, you know, uh, many brands out there, they, they start a brand, okay. And you know the things that goes behind the uh, behind the big screen is like teamwork it's very important to you know have a team that are in your support and they understand your vision towards the brand that you are creating so yeah if you have a great team you have a team support then that would be the best that's a cherry on the cake uh, sort of a situation there so yeah that's also one thing that i would like to add on in, in it No, that totally makes sense. I think delivering a great customer experience is not one person's responsibility. It's the brand as a whole. So having the entire team on the same page is definitely, definitely more important. Shabi, I see that there is a section called uh, Moon Pie on your store. I see a lot of celebrities donning April from your collection over there. Has celebrity endorsement or influencer marketing been a big part of your brand's growth strategy? Yes. So I would like to explain what is Moon Pies first. So basically, uh, our brand name is Moonstruck. And people who are wearing our clothes, who define themselves through our clothes, are basically we have named them as Moon Moon Pies. Mm -hmm. So there are so many, uh, there are many influencers and celebrities that we have uh, collaborated with. And, you know, like 
be seeing them uh, walking uh, walking in our clothes it's very much um, happy to see i'm i i i feel very proud and happy to see them in my clothes and liking my clothes and you know the designs that i make they the, see basically people who wear certain style uh, style of clothes they they wear it because it gives the gives them confidence it you know explains of how who explains of who they are so it gives me a great pleasure to see uh, all these celebrities and influencers showing their talents and all their um, they have a great audience that somewhere we are unable to cater so it helps a lot that you know we uh, they wear our garments and you know they um, put it out there to to their audience so yeah it has helped a lot it it has helped a lot to strategize uh, whole branding uh, through celebrities and influencers so you would say that actually helped you get a lot of word of mouth right yes yes definitely so uh, recently there was this celebrity that we uh, collaborated with was sophie chaudhry so after her wearing the cloth after her wearing the cloth um we actually received a great amount of uh, support from our customers and we are still selling the piece that uh, she wore mm-hmm. and you know it's 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 really helped us to move uh, towards a great star, a great next uh, step that we are going to take for our brand mm-hmm. so do you think that influencer marketing in general should be like a part of a brand's growth journey or how they really market their products like from your experience yeah definitely why not see basically you know these influencers they are they are they're as good as celebrities i would say that you know these influencers are a great part of uh, a fashion brand and uh, seeing many influencers these days like masoom minawala or say house of misu or say um, uh, this uh, nikki mehra or sakshi sindhwani who recently wore our clothes by the way mm-hmm. so that help that has helped us lot to you know cater to many customers that that are unreachable to us and i think fashion brands definitely have a, a win win situation collaborating with them interesting tip plus i think also the fact that you know i i do follow some of the names that you mentioned right now uh, i think they create a lot of unique content for your brand so i think that also becomes bonus of sorts for fashion brands yes yes because i feel that you know influencers are that void to the brand that they fulfill where you mm-hmm. know see if if we we lack, if there is one if there is a brand who lacks in something and you have that uh, someone to fill that up then mm-hmm. that's a very win win situation for both the parties i feel that makes sense yes let's say i'm someone who wants to start a women's designer brand what is it that i should keep in mind from your experience how you started your own journey that no one really openly talks about uh, you know some something that you wouldn't find on the internet before starting your brand somebody who is starting a brand should keep in mind that you know uh, firstly research that you know what is in trend what are you going to start how are you going to start and financial planning should be very strong the brand that you are starting should have a story behind it that you know why are you starting and uh, um, how sh- uh, how it's going to be 
a fulfillment for the customer that you're going to cater to and uh, what is it that you would recommend i should stop myself from doing at all costs when i just start off because you know when we are starting out there are like so many inspirations out there that we want to be able to do everything right everything that brand x is doing or maybe when i start i'm looking at moonstruck and like hey i want to do everything but what is that one thing that you would recommend i shouldn't at the beginning just to be very careful so i feel that you know uh many brands uh, who start off with their um, company mainly doesn't um, plan their uh, schedule their or plan their finances properly so you know i think they should plan it properly and start to start their brand and try not to think too much uh, too much about all the things that are around you all the things that you are seeing focus on one path and go towards that only that's actually a very good tip so i really like the content that you're sharing on instagram you have like 25000 odd followers the last time i checked and all of them are very engaged i uh, also going through the comments what are some of the strategies or golden rules that you follow to tap into the power of instagram i feel there is just one rule that you should follow is just you know to the content that is relatable that the customer can relate to and can understand and you know you should have a track of what's in trend and compare yourself with it and try to go with the trend always yeah now following up on your answer a little bit you mentioned that you know a brand should keep a track on trends but a lot of our listeners here are solopreneurs or brands that have very small teams that often cannot churn out a lot of content for instagram that are based on trends what would you recommend to those fashion brands that what can they do to tap into instagram still okay so there there were many brands who they who um, shut their instagram for a bit and i saw mm-hmm. there, there was no post in between like you know say there even even uh, there were times that you know uh, they didn't post for 10 days or say 15 days and then the the followers they get they they lower down because there was no activity happening so i feel that you know some brands who are not able to cope up with the trend they should uh, at least uh, you know uh, go with the at least there is there is one so one medium that they are always following is you know uh, instagram they see new pages that are coming up you know you can through, uh, show your um, you you can show your concern through memes share it they, they can share some memes or you know they can at least uh, sketch it out what they feel that you know they should uh, be launching very soon or some sketches any lookbooks or something like that they can you know that 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 will connect with the customers that they are catering to mm-hmm. so i feel that's how they should be more more about consistency i would say right yeah like there should be consistency there should be consistency in um, in the, in their accounts yeah mm-hmm. exactly so next question is something that i'm asking all founders who started a brand around something which is very niche or unique now there are a lot of competition for example uh, remember when loungewear started last year and then suddenly mm-hmm. all the brands wanted to like tap into the lounge the loungewear category mm-hmm. right and everybody started doing that so with moonstruck like you have a specific direction to all your products but then when you mm. look around there are apparel brands that are doing what you are doing plus doing a hundred other things right so as a brand how pressured 
should you feel that you know you should be also doing what others are doing or should that not impact your decision so yeah i mean there are hundreds of brands out there who are doing some of uh, who are doing same as what we are doing so some are really great no doubt competition is a real tough thing uh, these days so you know i think that you know you should know that being in the in fashion industry it's us who decide how to make a dress that carries our customers vision but also the style we would uh, we know would be most suitable for our customer is what you should keep in mind mhm got it so i think it's less about going after what your competitor brands are doing and more about you know what you more about what you showing wants. yeah yeah understood okay so from your experience like from the time you started to now what are the five marketing strategies that a fashion and apparel brand that you know probably is just starting out or is slowly scaling should make mm-hmm. use of keeping in mind that you know for some the resources like for paid campaigns are also limited first you should be the be- you should make the best use of social media platforms all the social media platforms i would say second is make sure your brand is focused towards your target audience try to connect with your brand try to connect your brand with the audience that can be through events or going live or or doing live sessions or something like that you know you can do a qna qna uh, stories and um, uh, online to online polls and all of that and try to find a problem statement which only you can solve that's a very good tip because i think where most brands lose their differentiation is not knowing what problem they're really you know kind of solving for a consumer in the long run so one last question that i actually had is running an e-commerce business means going through a lot of ups and downs i mean even if you're running a retail business which is a brick and mortar scenario but for all those who are listening to this podcast who have just started out have feel that their business has plateaued or maybe are feeling a little demotivated what's the one tip that you would give to them to keep going something that maybe makes you want to get up every morning and get going at moonstruck i would just say one thing that don't do not stop believing in yourself if you've thought of something i'm sure that you can do that in in your in your present or in your future but never stop believing in yourself that i think is one of the good quotes that can actually go up along yeah. with the podcast episode for sure well shabi that's all i actually had to ask of you today i'm sure that a lot of our listeners have found a lot of actionable tips from this episode thank you so much for joining us today thank you so much for having me and that's it for today's episode of content kettle thanks for tuning in don't forget to subscribe and share the podcast for more such tips from the real doers